Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the Escape Pod. Thank you so much for escaping with us. That's Andrew. I'm Alex. And as always, with great power comes great Danny Mata ability. Did I kill it? Yeah, okay. yeah, you killed it. I got his name wrong literally like five seconds That's ago. That's what you guys were mumbling about. Like seconds before, you were like, is it, is it Mata ability? Yeah. Is that what that is? Yeah, yeah, I called it in my room earlier this morning. We were like dissecting your name and we still got it wrong. Um, so Danny, uh, we're going to do a few different things with Danny today. A lot of people in our community know you and are very excited about this. Oh, really? I I'm so it. sorry to hear that. <laughs> I mentioned it in the Discord yesterday because i was asking for suggestions of what they wanted to see on the episode and, and there were a few people that were like oh let's go that's so funny um so we're gonna start with hot seat as we always do i explained this to you before but i'll explain it again hot seat we basically put four or five minutes on the clock uh we rapid fire questions at you it's kind of our way of interviewing you um you can answer them quickly so we can get through more or you can take your time if you like a particular question right. um, but we're just going to go back and forth and rail you with questions this is such a pause. stressful oh pause <laughs> pause <laughs> no go ahead this is such a stressful way to begin yeah. the podcast. Yeah, like, we, okay, we keep so, you on your toes. Yeah. yeah, it's like, welcome to Escape the Podcast, everybody. Danny, we've got your bomb prepared for you. Here are <laughs> your got tools. two minutes to yeah. you. Yeah. Um, okay, so you have your phone? Yes, Timer? I do. I'm going to open the calculator app real quick. That's that's a running bit. Got you. Do you have ever you just ever like... open the the calculator app trying to open your clock app and clock I, app. I or... haven't like done math in decades. I oh, would okay, never. I don't even have a calculator downloaded. Okay. Out of okay. Spite. okay so then out he's of spite. Good. He's good. He's good. <laughs> All right. All right. Three, I'll start. Two. One. Um, Cars 2. What am I saying? Good. That's my, that's my question. Good. No. It's good. It's fine. Yeah. No. No? No. It's, incorrect but answer. You've like incepted that idea into my brain mm -hmm. that it's like I'm the captain of the Cars 2 fan club, yes. At least it's fun. That's mm -hmm. all that matters. Exactly. Like, I'd rather go see something that, like, elicits some form of hype than, like, boredom yeah. of any kind. You yeah. know what I mean? There is no boredom in Cars 2. Yeah, exactly. And I'll die on the hill. It's a good movie. It's fun. It, it does exactly it, what it needs to. It opens is with it a better massacre. than Up? Better? No, yeah, that is a weird take of yours, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> there we go. There it is. No, certainly not. Because I get the same amount of hype and fun from up yeah, along course. with other more real emotions yes thank you <laughs> alex what was your favorite movie of 2023 of 2023 i have you seen saltburn no no you are yeah wow okay dude saltburn goes so hard all i know is that it's weird dude it's so weird it's so hard to recommend because it's like the weirdest thing ever so i won't get too much into it but see it it's like full of twists and turns People it's licking crazy. bathtubs. People do be licking bathtubs. <laughs> it's like low-key, like, a Joker movie. I won't say it's better than Joker, but, mm -hmm. like, if you like a Joker-type movie... Oh, interesting. I would see Saltburn. Now I'm interested. Okay. It's very cool. Okay, um, rank the AOT Attack on Titan ending episode out of 10. Eight? Okay, it uh, go on. Now rank AOT overall. Oh. Seven. What? <laughs> you went down? <laughs> Here's the thing. The ending is so, like, it gives you everything you want mm -hmm. and expect out of Attack on Titan. Mm -hmm. The only problem is some of the things I expect are not good things. Like, it's nonsense. Anytime they bring up, like, Historia or the Founding Titan, my no, brain just what? turns in a TV static. No, it is really confusing. But, but the action's, like, hype. The music's incredible. I think Attack on Titan, it, like, starts really hot and then kind of just gets too muddled in its own lore and complexity. I'm the opposite. I love the complexity. It does get a little bit too complex. I think there's a little bit too much, but we can talk about yeah. that later. Okay, interesting. Well, wow, eight and seven. What's your take on Death Note? Love Death Note. Just mm -hmm. a solid, like, 10 out of 10 hype show. Nine out of 10. Past of episode 27? Yeah. Past episode 27? No, lower. It's like plummets past episode 27. Exactly. So that, like, I think pre-episode 27, it's yeah. like an eight or nine out of 10. Yeah. And then I think past episode 27 is a zero. You're like, honestly, you're right. I'll bump it down a couple pegs because I genuinely always forget there are episodes beyond yes. 27. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, that's yeah, yeah. fair. How long that's does fair. it go on after 27? It's like 35 episodes. Yeah. It's like a, Yikes. like there's two arcs. Yeah. My sister the other day, like, mentioned the name 
near and i was like who the hell are yeah. you talking about <laughs> like yeah yeah uh or, oh what's the other one's name i don't the mellow. chocolate one isn't it mellow, mellow? yes yeah, yeah. <laughs> why would you ever remember that yeah two like candy sounding names like yeah it's terrible uh best uh, our favorite and least favorite thing about your podcast co-host. Whoa. Put him on blast when he's not here. Whoa. Favorite thing about him. Mm-hmm. Um, he's genuinely very funny um, and just an absolute wealth of knowledge in like everything he cares about, okay. which is very cool. Least favorite thing about our podcast and or co-host is we are the least like chill podcast ever. Like it is... ADD brain battling against ADD brain. So it'll be me being like, yeah, I really think the Attack on Titan finale was really cool. And then like, he'll wait for a gap and then be like, yeah, I also think it was really cool. And he's like, like, yeah, it's very on top of each other. But people like that. Yeah, fair. That felt personal. That was... (laughs) Yeah, that was intense, (laughs) Bubba. Um, Okay, yeah, I'll, I'll keep it extremely, extremely simple. What is your favorite superhero movie of all time? Uh, the first Spider-Verse movie. Into the Spider-Verse, yeah. Into the Spider-Verse. Great pick. It's... What did you think of Across? Across the Spider-Verse? Mm-hmm. More like Across the Spider-Worse than the first movie, because it was <laughs> bad. <laughs> Yikes. Bad. It's not bad, but it's so... It feels like like a mess. Like if the first movie was like a tight ball of yarn, this one feels like the same ball that you bounced a few times, and all the yarn got like loose but there's still a ball you know like the mother stuff like is just a waste of time <laughs> what like the uh like his mom like miles yeah mom, like Rio? all the rooftop mom talks what especially when you compare it to the father stuff in the first movie which like beautifully ties into the plot and it like has some really emotional moments when he's talking to Miles through his bedroom door. Like, yeah. I tear up every time. You, I, I tear up when she's talking to him and when she's saying, you're going to go out into the world and you just you need to not forget who, who you are and when you come back, you're bringing a cake and all that stuff. That doesn't get you? I that tear up gets too, me. but in the way that, like, when you fall asleep when you don't expect to, you kind of, like, tear up a little in <laughs> <Wow>. your sleep. <laughs> wow, that was crazy. I don't know if a conversation has, like meant more to me emotionally oh than the, the mother reads on saying it. Like, he's just like, F- you. Like, holy shit. It just, right. Go on. No, yeah, continue. I was just going to say, it just feels like it doesn't, like, mesh into the puzzle piece that is, like, the rest of the movie to me. Just the, the mom stuff specifically? Yeah. Interesting. What do you think about the ending? Um, I thought it was cool. I love... I heard that Miles isn't actual like that's not an evil Miles, mm-hmm. and that's a little like disappointing to me. Yes, I agree. Right? Yeah. I also want him to be evil Miles. Yeah, I so obviously he's going to turn him because obviously, right? But I want him to be evil Miles. Yeah. that's better than anti-hero Miles. That's like one of the things where it's like there's a few things this movie does, and if the third one knocks it out of the park, mm-hmm. this one will be better. Like there's yeah. a lot of things no, it set, sets up that I'm like. It's all contingent on the third, where, like, I really wish with the canon events, like, uh, what, what, Miguel's, like, mission was, like, oh, you stopped, um, like, in, in Peter Parker's, like, canon event from happening, I now have to go and kill that guy personally. Yeah. Like, that's one of the things, there's just a few, like, dark plot points it alludes to that I hope pay yeah, we'll, off we'll see we'll see we'll yeah see. we'll see so uh, i got like two more um hottest disney character hottest disney because character? i asked you this in an interview at uh comic-con one time what did i say did i say i can't remember nonsense? my mind always goes to chell and i know she's dreamworks from road to el dorado oh yeah 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 oh yeah oh similar looking person than nani nani yeah, yeah nani you know, i think that's my that might have been nani. what she said yeah yeah she's so hot she's unbelievable nani's hot, hot. <laughs> uh you have any more because i got one more you go is the time up yeah time's up it's been up for like three minutes i'm oh, so okay, sorry cool. uh, no, you're good. uh this is also i had this written down but then people also suggested it in the discord um for people just starting out on anime suggest two or three that you think people should start with nice i think i know so many people who have started with attack on titan yeah And even though, like, in my head, that's a weird one to start with because it's so 
over the top. It's so complicated. It, like, doesn't have any fan service, which is good for, like, a beginner anime. And it also starts as, like, a survival horror. Mm -hmm. So, like, that is a strong draw for people. I think Attack on Titan's a great first one because it starts simple and then gets into some, like, anime tropes and nonsense. And I think Demon Slayer is great if you can, like... Like, season one is good. It's very good. But, like... If I recommend Demon Slayer to someone, I will also recommend they find somebody to constantly tell them get to season two and three. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. But yeah. Yeah. I um obviously you've seen way more anime than me, <laughs> but um I normally uh, my my few that I suggest is Demon Slayer and Sword Art Online. Really? Yes, I love Sword Art Online. I think the first season, if you stop after the first season, that's fine. But I think the first season of Sao is a really good starter one. Mm-hmm. I normally say AOT do Attack on Titan like maybe like third or fourth after you've done like demon because like attack on titan is just a lot it's so like dense. it is in a it is a dense complicated emotional wild ride that you will go on for a long long time if right. you watch all of it um so if you're if you're not ready to buckle up for that i would start <laughs> yeah. with like a little lighter like demon slayer sao and then and then go to attack on titan but yeah you mentioned that uh, uh aot doesn't have a lot of fan service and that's good for new anime watchers can you explain to me what that means it means boobies essentially <laughs> like it doesn't have a lot of like just a dude trips and his face falls into a woman's chest which is like a big anime trope, trope. a lot of people think that's all anime is it's like yeah. anime boobies you know what i mean yeah, yeah so like that turns off a lot of people which is interesting why you say Sword Art Online. Sword Art has a lot of that. I wouldn't say it has a lot of it. Definitely, it definitely has a little bit, especially like through the different seasons, you get them as different characters because you get like the, the human version of the character, right. and then you get them as their like super hot, like sword wielding <laughs> right. uh, character. But yeah, I don't think I don't think it crosses the line into like being over over the top right. in that in that particular that, way. That is interesting because fan service does mean something different in different communities yes like right, i was yeah. so i was like oh like no, that does is anime have a lot of callbacks to other animes or this like i was so confused no by that. it's boobs and when i okay. said boobs you were like what is he? like you were further i was confused. so confused because fan service in <laughs> yeah. star wars means you know dr evazan and the dude that gets his arm chopped off showing up in rogue right. one yeah like luke, luke skywalker and mandalorian luke, yeah, right exactly milk in rogue yeah. one like that's yeah. what fan service means to me yeah. so i was like no, that's so. It has such a negative connotation when it comes to anime. Yeah, and I do. I love the like connotation. So you literally just meant boobs. I just mean boobs. That's fascinating. But like, I mean, like, not like, oh, there's no women. Good. I mean, like, yeah. there's no. It's like overt sexualization mm-hmm. yeah. is what it means in anime. But I like. It should mean what it means in Star Wars. You know, like yes. In service of the fans. Yes, yeah. right? Like, yeah. no way home. Everybody complains about the fan service and the nostalgia right. and this and that. That's what I was imagining when right. you were... Speaking of, what's your take on No Way Home? Oh, boy. <laughs> really? What? One of them? No. <laughs> I... Here's the thing. It's tough because there's just a better Spider-Verse movie. You know what I mean? Yes, but, but that, who cares? That, who cares? But like, it, that's not what this is... It's so... I, I really don't like No Way Home because one... I know. I said it. I knew he was one of them. Because, I knew it. I knew it. I fucking knew it. Because Peter's on here, huh? Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's about to be. Because, because Peter is so irredeemable in it. Okay, this is the He's, only point that I will allow because people have come on this pod and said this before and I agree. You yeah. Mean, you mean Tom's Peter. Yeah, Tom's Peter. He right, makes sorry, wrong decisions. Yeah. He makes... He's like such an asshole and people are like, well, he has to learn with great power. Yeah. He's had... Five Spider-Man outings to learn that with great power comes great responsibility to the point where Aunt May dies. I'm like, yo, it's about time you had some consequence for being this selfish. Like, I don't want to watch him, like, run around for two and a half hours, be like, oh, I know there's, like, six terrorists running amok, but I gotta get into my Ivy school. That and, like... I think they really wanted to focus on his character being so selfless in a, in a sense that he wanted to save these bad people. Right. But he does that in contrast to the Sorcerer Supreme basically telling him, like, if you try and do this, you might kill everyone. Right. And, like, I think that is extremely, like, hubristic and egotistical of him to be like, hey, I'm going to do it my way and I'm going to, like, trap you in the mirror dimension basically right because i feel like this is what i need to do and like everything that is that 
is bad in that movie that happens is because he decided to do that. Yeah. Aunt May died because he made that decision. Right. And like the first time I, it doesn't bother me as much anymore because when I rewatched it, I kind of knew he was going to do that. But the first time I watched the movie, when he whipped the little box right, from yeah. Stephen Strange and Stephen literally went, don't. And he <laughs> yoinked it. I literally like turned to my friend. And was like, no, he's not like, cause <laughs> yeah, that was like, annoying. Yeah. So I will give you that point, but I don't think that is enough of a reason to say that it's a bad movie. It's just, that that's just like one of the my beefs with it, and it's also just got the like the thing a lot of people complain about with Marvel movies. And I don't know if I've ever heard your guys' take. How do you feel about the like quote unquote Marvel humor? Mm-hmm. I suppose. Yeah, it's problematic, and it's gotten <laughs> okay, worse. Yeah. It's gotten a lot. But worse. it's not bad in No Way Home. But I, it's not. I will die on this <laughs> hill. Like I like like dude. I I hate I hate the. The, the the internet's opinion of No Way Home in like the last year because oh, it's all wow. like it, all of it is Marvel dialogue it's cameos it's fan service it's nostalgia bait it's not a good movie it's not rewatchable like uh, the amount of times I've heard people say because Andrew Garfield pauses before he says anything for the audience to applause because of that it's not rewatchable I don't think there's a movie in the MCU more rewatchable than No Way Home I like I, like yeah like like I I think No Way Home is easily the third best MCU movie if you told me it's the best I wouldn't have a problem with it I think it's at, like like I, yeah I I don't have any of any of the problems with No Way Home that everybody else has and like guess what okay Peter's a dude yeah he's a Dude, congratulations. That doesn't make the movie worse for me. Like, Interesting. There are so many movies where the, the, the titular character or the main character starts off being not a great guy mm-hmm. and then makes decisions to redeem himself in some capacity. Right. And I like those movies. There are a million movies like that. I don't think it's like a... Like, I, like, like I understand people being annoyed by his actions, but it bothers the f*** out of me <laughs> that people say the actions, because a character is a person in a movie it's a bad movie like citizen kane doesn't exist i agree that's a very interesting take because and again you'll love saltburn which is just about a bad dude being bad Mm -hmm. but like it feels inconsistent with who he was in the previous movies like his decisions to me just felt like way dumber and way more selfish than like what the other movies established Tom Holland as being, and I had a friend, because aside from that, like, I do get that, like, right, I also want to see an arc of a character, so, like, that isn't the main issue for me, but it's also just, like, it felt like the movie was just kind of, like, bumbling around with this, like, Marvel humor, like, tone, especially when they're, like, in the big climactic fight, and the Sam Raimi movies are so good at and so known for, like, Toby Maguire being desperate in every fight and like every fight feels like Spider-Man could like die like from just one missed dodge and now we have this fight where they're like you know the villains are doing whatever just flying around the Statue of Liberty I guess and Andrew Garfield's like wait what are the Avengers are you in a band is that a band and it's like Beat up these guys, like mm-hmm. I don't, or nah. do this while swinging. Like, what are you doing? Yeah, Shut that, up. That, I completely disagree. That, that, I just, like, that, like, that, that that's part of Spider-Man's charm. Like, he's always quipping in the middle of like that's what makes that, Spider-Man Spider-Man. The MCU is not the Sam Raimi movies. Like, like, <laughs> like I, I, Homecoming. Yeah. You could make the argument Homecoming is the least stakes Spider-Man movie of all time. Right. And I have the opinion, and I know this is a hot take to him. I don't know how you feel about this. I think when Homecoming came out, it was the best Spider-Man movie we had ever gotten. I love Homecoming. I, I love oh, yeah. it. I think I it's great. It. No. Here's the thing. He's quipping in that. But no, he's, no like, he's not. He, wh- barely. Barely. He's funny. No. <laughs> Ned hits a dude with a shocker gone lane. He's like, nice shot yeah. or whatever. That's not being clever I like or quipping. That that's <laughs> like, that's like, not I being love cl- Homecoming. Like, yeah. I, I just, yeah. He's, well, so like, But in, right, in, like, Spider-Verse, for example, um, that Peter Parker, who I think is, like, the best Peter Parker we've gotten, is quipping... Are you talking about B or the blonde? I like B. Okay, yeah, I I wish I thought you were going to say Chris Pine. I was like, he's the only Spider-Man that's ever died. Yeah, right, exactly. Objectively, by that standard, the worst Spider-Man. Like, people say, oh, like, like they use the clip of him stopping the collider thing when he's fighting the Prowler, and they're like, oh! Yeah, what about He's the clip where nobody else has? Yeah, what about but the clip that, where that just was a... his canon event. Like Miles wasn't supposed to be bitten. That's no! what, what caused his death. <laughs> right, okay, sorry. Well, I was just gonna say, like in Spider Verse, Peter B. Parker is quipping, but it's like while 
he's doing stuff. Like, he's, like, still trying to stop um, Doc Ock, mm-hmm. whatever her, like, other name in that is. Olivia. Like, Olivia, yeah. yeah. He's trying to stop her. He's, like, trying yeah. to teach no, Miles. I... And there's a sense of, like, desperation in his voice yeah. acting where he's, like... Selecting bagel. Yeah. No. Well, that one. Okay. But, yeah. Like, like, that's I've got not good a news for one. you. We don't need the monitor. <laughs> like, I like that. That's, no, that's such great. a great bit because he's just, like... He is quipping to alleviate Miles's tension of the situations, and also to alleviate his own. So it feels that's why warranted. I like that's why that's one of the you reasons. don't need to pitch Spider Verse. Okay, man. yeah, you're right. Spider Verse one uh, <laughs> when it came out, the best Spider Man movie of all time. It's right. still the second best. I believe the sequels. You the like matter. the sequel? Yeah, but like, yeah. I think I think Spider Verse is one of two perfect animated movies for sure. I, I agree. Like, Do you? I have like. Can I pitch to you an alternate uh, No Way Home that my friend and I like? No. Okay, that's all right. No. Okay. I, I want to hear it. <laughs> I want to hear it. Give us the Reader's Digest version. What is it? What if all these Spider-Men come back, all the villains come back, because I like the idea that uh, Tom Holland wants to reform them mm-hmm. because every other Spider-Man and every other Spider-Man arc is just like, I'm going to beat them up until they stop being bad, mm-hmm. essentially. So I like that idea. And I like that he's like, oh, we're smart. Let's use our brain to like help cure them of whatever they have. Mm-hmm. I like if the villains come, Peter is like, oh, I'm going to help you guys. And then the two other Spider-Men show up and they're like, no, the only way to deal with these guys is to beat them up like... I've had people die because of these villains, like, they've destroyed cities before, and so now Peter, uh, Tom Holland, has to fight the other two Spider-Men to protect the villains, essentially. Is that not exactly the same thing that happens, basically, but instead of fighting the two Spider-Mens, he fights Doctor Strange? Yeah, like, that, okay? Like, here, here's my take for right. you. Here's my take for right. you. No Way Home is fun. <laughs> That's why it made $2 billion. Uh-huh. That's why I think it's the most rewatchable movie in the MCU. That's a big reason why I sing its praises. Mm-hmm. Civil War is sad and dark <laughs> and gloomy. It has fun, uh-huh. but it is dark. That has the heroes fighting the heroes and everything like right. that. Right. It takes the main character of the MCU since 2008 and eight years later makes him the primary antagonist right. and gives him a, a, a backstory, like like the, the parents getting murdered right in front of him, like mm-hmm. makes it make sense. But like, No Way Home should not be Civil War. Like, I completely disagree with that notion. If you brought <laughs> Toby and Andrew back uh, and made them dicks and made them wrong, it, there would have been riots. I yeah. don't even think they're wrong. I don't think they'd be dicks. Because Civil War, you're right, it is gloomy and sad, but that's because like, most of the MCU at that time kind of was. Like, Steve Rogers was, like, a serious dude, and, like, they all make jokes. They're all fun. Mm-hmm. But now you have three of the quippiest, jokiest characters fighting. I'm not saying, like, Andrew needs to hold Tom Holland's arms behind his back and be like, kill him, Toby! Mm-hmm. Like, but, like, I, if they're all quipping, that'd still be fun. Like, having them all fight each other. Yeah, I, th- yeah, I, I think one way for them to fix the problem of... Tom being an idiot and going against um, and causing all these things, bad things to happen and all being on him. It, they could have just made, let me know what you think about this. Dr. Strange say, Hey, the universe, like bad things are about to happen. You have like, you've got until tomorrow to, to fix these guys and try to send them back that way. If you want, if not, I'm going to come and send them back regardless. And then that gives Tom like a time limit of like, Hey, I'm still going to try to save these guys without it being like, I'm yeah. doing this, and I'm putting the universe at risk. Does how do that you, make sense? How do you guys feel about Doctor Strange in that movie? Because the more we talk about it, the more I remember I also hated that dude. Yeah, I, yeah, I uh, I remember when the trailer came out, and I was like, oh, this movie's going to be a Doctor Strange mistake. I don't really love that. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. But Well, the one line of, go Scooby-Doo this... Oh, that, that's so that. Bad. That's bad. That was bad. <laughs> There's so that. Bad. It's weird that, like, right, the fact that it's, like, a Doctor Strange mistake... Because Toby's, not Toby, God, there's so many Spider-Men in this. Because Tom is being annoying is, like, obnoxious and dumb. I I don't think this movie's perfect. Right. I do not think it's a 10 out of 10. Like, there are flaws with No Way Home. I just, like, 
I think a lot of the flaws that people say and then chalk it up to, oh, this movie's average. It's like a six out of 10 or whatever. The current opinion on Twitter, et cetera, et cetera. Like those are the opinions I don't disagree with. I'm not going to argue with you and tell you this movie is flawless mm-hmm. the same way I would about Spider-Verse 1 and 2. Right. The same way I would about, you know, Citizen Kane. The same way I would about, you know, The Dark Knight. Um like, there are flaws with No Way Home, and Doctor Strange certainly is one of them. I don't love Zendaya's acting. I, I will <laughs> die on the hill that she has never turned in a good performance in her life. Wow. Yeah, like... I've Have you seen Euphoria? I haven't seen Euphoria, but I've seen clips of Euphoria. She does not act properly. <laughs> Whoa. I, like, I, Whoa. No, like, and she's won Emmys or stuff for... Yeah. Like, I, that, that shows to me that nobody in Hollywood, <laughs> all of those voters, have never been around that. Because wow. Because she is... Oh, I see, I see. Drastically I over the top. Like it, got you. It, it feels like a parody to me. Right, which right. Which feels hilariously disrespectful to right, me. Right. So that's my bias against her. I, that bothers me about her. Got so, you. So, I, you know, I, I fully admit, when I don't like somebody, I don't like you. Like, I, right. I, yeah. <laughs> I, like you can do one very little thing yeah. to me. If I don't like you, I'm going to say you're bad in everything, right. which is a, is a big <laughs> problem. Like, it's, it's, a, it's a flaw of mine. Well, I think that's like also you are kind of mad at those types of people because I agree that like I don't hate No Way Home it's more just any opinion I have about it becomes amplified because it's this like Spider-Man magnum opus Mm -hmm. so when it's like we got all the Peters back we got all the villains back and then it's like just fun enough I'm Mm -hmm. like well what the hell like we had like three billion dollars to make this movie every actor in Hollywood and it's just okay. Meanwhile, nah. Spider Verse was like it's a ten am- out of ten banger. It's amazing. Yeah, I, yeah, I just, it's I, amazing. I, I, I won't let you say that it's okay. just okay. I think it's, it's exactly what it needed right. to be. And like, I, yeah, I don't. I, like, I, I hate to harp on this point, but like, have you had a more fun theater experience? Oh, for sure. I, I clapped. The only time I ever cheered in a movie theater was in 2014's Godzilla. The yeah. Yeah. Why? I went nuts when he breathed fire. Yeah, me too, dude. Oh, there's also that moment where like, um, is it that's Mothra? Oh, who is it? There's some oh, it's flying like creature. A, no, 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 that's yeah. King of the Monsters. That's no, no, no. The there's there's one that's flying. That one in there. does fly. Yeah, yeah because but it's not Mothra. It's, yeah, so yeah. it's coming at him. Yeah, because I, I, I was watching this with like some of my high school buddies. Yeah. We all lost it when he did that, <laughs> and he goes, oh, "Dude, I yeah. lost it." But also, there's a moment where like something's flying at him, and he like turns around and just uses his tail yeah. to just like slap this yeah. guy in the face and like throw him into a building and it was yeah. like ah! that's why see yeah. what this, is this read this list of daddies what was it number three Godzilla yeah, yeah. <laughs> right beneath David Harbour <laughs> <laughs> where he belongs yeah. now I won't say that Godzilla 2014 was like the most fun uh-huh. but like there was that like I don't love Rogue One like you guys yeah, yeah, yeah. but like the Vader bit yeah yeah, yeah I'm so, I was yeah. like like going, and yeah, I'm, like, I am like historically low on that movie. Yeah. But like the Vader scene. Did you have a good time at Endgame? Endgame, um, what's the no? The portal scene. Infinity War, though. I didn't, yeah. I know you guys love like yeah, the portal scene's like your favorite thing. That's I'm my not, favorite thing. In the I'm world, not going to yeah. disagree at all. But like, Endgame was so. Endgame's def- or sorry, uh, Infinity, Infinity War's War a better movie. Was just so like I love tension and I like when. She- dark so like yeah. i get that i'm like a different audience no I mean, and end game like when all the portals showed up i i like choreography too there wasn't a lot of that it felt more like uh-huh. visual like you know stew whereas like end game had like infinity the, war. god infinity <laughs> war the fight against thanos is like there's creative magic being used there's yeah, like yeah. choreography i yeah, can keep just, up with yeah and like we've always said infinity war is a better movie i just think the particular moment like there's a lot of in-game where it's just kind of like whatever. The particular moment of the the portal scene is better than any one moment in Infinity War to me, or in any movie ever. Yeah. But that's you, I, I, my I, favorite scene in the MCU is uh, Thor's arrival in Wakanda. Yeah, but I I think the oh yeah, yeah that the, is hype. Oh, that's oh, it, that's oh great. Gosh, the yeah, that's awesome. Awesome. <laughs> yeah. lightning. All, yeah, yeah, but uh, on great. your left, and then seeing everyone that has been dead for a year, and yeah. you've watched these characters for the last twenty three movies or whatever it was, and on your left, and then Black Panther, Ibombe, and all of them showing up and him saying Avengers Assemble with Mjolnir is yeah. wild. That specific bit with the uh, yeah. Mjolnir is sick. Yeah. It's hard to like, it's hard for me to feel those things with the MCU when like we know who's going to come back like two years before they do. Yeah. Is the only thing like when the portals show up and everyone's undusted, I'm like, 
Yeah, I know. Like, I wasn't as shocked as when they got dusted. Yeah, I was definitely them more back shocked. Is like, well, that was one of my one gripes, and I think it's still a gripe, even though obviously much less so because we've seen Endgame. But that was my biggest gripe walking out of the theater in Infinity War is that they killed Black Panther and they killed Spider Man. That was right. the big issue for me, right. not because I was upset that they died, because you don't buy it. But <laughs> yes, yeah. Black Panther made two billion dollars. Yeah. Three months prior, <laughs> yeah. you are not killing him. Yeah. Like, Spider-Man is the most profitable superhero in the world right. at the time. His sequel, Far From Home, is slated to come out next year. Like, yeah. you are not convincing <laughs> yeah. me that those guys are dead. Peter Quill? Sure. Right. Yeah. yeah. Like, like all these other guys? Maybe. Yeah. As soon as they killed Black Panther, I was like... Ugh. I know. And then Spider-Man, I was rolling my eyes, like right. like in the theater, when he was like, oh, Mr. Shark, I don't feel so good. <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. We'll see you next year, Bubba. Yeah. Like, yeah, like get rid of a Groot, get rid of a Hulk. Yes, like, like th this is yeah. interesting. Like, right? Like, oh, oh. Yeah, like, stakes. But like Black Panther and Spider-Man are not dead. Like, I know, we know yeah. this. Like, like when he stabs Iron Man yeah. on Titan, yeah, I yeah. was like, oh, RDJ, wow. That's yeah. what an end. That's crazy. Yo, that's I was so scared him. when that happened. Yeah. I that's what I love. That was like I would say that that is one of the most fun theater experiences I've had mm. is Infinity War cuz yeah. no one for the first time in like a decade of MCU history, nobody knew what the hell was going yeah, on. Yeah, but you get that like, in Endgame too. I am telling you leading up to Endgame, the amount of people that I had conversations with of like is Captain America dying? Is Iron Man dying? Mm. And then if you're talking about tension, yeah, there's a lot of tension on Titan, but the tension when Thor or Cap and Iron Man are fighting Thanos by themselves, that entire time I was like, one of them's about to die. And I was yeah. like, nervous the whole time. Yeah, that's a good fight for yeah. sure. Okay, we're going to do Agree Disagree. Nice. Everyone's favorite segment. No, just yours. You don't like this segment? I like this segment. It's perfectly fine, but he sings his praises. It's, like the, it's best, the best, it's the best segment. This is my thing. favorite segment. Ah, yeah. Because there's tension, baby. Yeah, yeah. tension. The, you don't the, know what we're going to say. The two seconds after the question, I'm like, which one? Which one's going to disagree? <laughs> All right, ready? Yeah. I've got, I've got a few of these, so um, I'm hyped. We'll, we'll see how many we get. I can't believe I'm living this TikTok segment. <laughs> that I love. You're here, dude. Yeah, this yeah. is awesome. All right, here we go. Ready? Number one. Zuko is one of the best TV characters of all time. Hmm. Three, two, one. Agree. Agree. Yeah, I'd agree. agree. I, purposely, I purposely said one of the best, yeah. so we didn't have to argue about that, but I think he's in the conversation. I think so, too. Yeah. Do you guys take into consideration that Avatar is a kid's show when talking about it? Like, it's like what a family mean? show, but like... I think it elevates it a little bit being like, oh, like Zuko's one of the best characters and it's in a show that's TV7, you know? Yes! <laughs> this is such a good take! This is such a good take! If something is made for kids and, like, kids can enjoy it, but it's also spectacular, makes it better than yeah. stuff that's spectacular <laughs> just for adults. Absolutely. Yeah. Exactly. Because, well, for a lot of reasons, but, like, number one, it is not necessary to have something that amazing in terms of character arc in a kid's show, number right. one. It's just not necessary. And number two, now, in terms of, like, people's favorite shows, it can stay with you. I loved Avatar when I was eight. I love yeah. Avatar when I'm 25. Like, because of things like this. I love Iroh and Zuko and, like, the struggle in the show now. Yeah. Way more than I did when I was nine, but when I was nine, I liked that Aang could freaking make an air scooter. Like, yeah. it's awesome. No, for sure. I don't, like, you were talking about, like, rewatchability of stuff, and mm -hmm. I agree with you that, like, like that shouldn't really play into factor of like mm -hmm. your score of a show, mm -hmm. but Avatar is like so unbelievably rewatchable because you watch it as a kid and you're like, whoa, the powers are cool. These characters are my age. I love the adventures that are going on. And then I've like rewatched it recently and like Iroh's explaining the four elements to Zuko and like how like firebenders can learn from waterbenders and that's how he redirected lightning. And I'm like, I'm learning right now. Mm -hmm. I'm learning and I'm 24 years old yeah. from this kid's show. Like, yeah. like I, I, I love, I always illustrate it this way. I think Godfather 2 is worse than the first one. And I like don't think it's the best sequel of all time. Mm -hmm. But I hear a lot of people tell me that Godfather 2 mm -hmm. is the best sequel of all time. And that it's better than the first and whatever, whatever. That's okay. I still think it's a great movie. Mm -hmm. But like my one argument for my pick for best sequel of all time, which is Empire Strikes Back. Mm -hmm. My number one argument is Godfather 2 only had to appeal to adults. Empire right. Strikes Back has to appeal to both and did it expertly. Right. It's yeah. also just like a new... Like, I don't know. It's so... 
I don't know. This is not a take I want on the internet, actually. But, like, like a mafia thing compared to, like, a universe you are creating, like, from scratch. Yeah. Especially at the time of, like, Empire Strikes Back, where George Lucas is just, like, sweating it out every day, being like, no one's gonna like this movie. Yeah. Like, I mean, it, so it was, much it was breaking a lot of new ground, well, for sure. Well, seven, yeah, well, Empire was a little different, but New Hope specifically. Yeah, yeah, right, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, no, yeah, that's it, a very interesting point. I like that. I Every time... Sorry, this is the last thing. Sure. Every time the Oscars come around, and it's something like Everything Everywhere All at Once, uh-huh. up against, like, you know, a World War II biopic, yeah. uh-huh. for sheer creativity and difficulty, yeah. I feel like it should go to the more original movie. Do you like James Cameron Avatar, then? Because it's a brand new universe? It's like, I respect it for mm. that. It's like just Pocahontas. He like Well, the first one. Yeah. I, I like the second one the, a little bit more. The second one I do think is the same story, though, largely. Yeah. Just, I, I, I've I never seen a movie made that well. Yeah. Like, to be honest, like I, I've seen Seven Samurai. Mm-hmm. I've seen the movies that <laughs> Avatar is completely ripping off. Right. So when Avatar came out, I was like, this is nothing special. Right. I think Way of Water was my favorite movie of 2022. Wow. Like, I I, I was floored the whole time. (laughs) I've never seen a movie made that well, even though I've seen that movie before. Right, yeah. Like, emotionally everything hit. It obviously looks amazing. Like, so I feel a little differently where I will give a movie leeway for being unoriginal if it's just spectacular. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, but you can't call Avatar unoriginal. No, in, no, 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 in a certainly lot of not. Ways. Certainly like Pandora not. is crazy. Yeah, yeah, no, certainly not. But yeah. it is just Earth, no. but they're blue and nine feet tall. Yeah, I feel, I feel what you're saying. That's still <laughs> such a simplistic <laughs> way of saying that. And, and the next one, they're doing like fire people now. Okay, so now it's just Avatar. Yeah, now it's literally Airbender. the last like, Airbender. You know, like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> um, here we go. Mm-hmm. There are no good lightsaber fights outside of Star Wars video game cutscenes. Okay. Three, Three two, two, one. one disagree. disagree. What the? <laughs> f- <laughs> Dude, I hate the lightsaber fights in like every Star Wars movie. Okay, we need to go through them. Okay. Yeah. There, there's just a few. There's a few good ones. I Obviously, think I know which Darth, one Darth you guys are gonna fight. Darth and Luke. Return of yeah, the Jedi the bangs. Okay. Return of the Jedi bangs. Which lightsaber fight specifically? The Vader, Luke in yeah, front of I the knew Emperor. You'd, where Luke's just. Hitting him with the Amazing. baseball bat. And the, they stop fighting, and you've got half of his face is blue, and okay, half okay. of his face is red. Darth Maul. Like, like what about Darth Maul? Most of the prequel fights are cool for being unique because it's like sword dance, but it's just sword dance. No, there is no emotional weight to those yeah, scenes. Yeah, I, okay. The I most emotional weight on any fight in almost any fiction ever is Obi Wan versus Anakin. But it's like... But it's not well acted. It's not well acted. Oh, shut the frick up. (laughs) Shut the frick up. You're not acting when you're fighting. Hayden Christensen, like, does not... I don't... I don't want to hear your opinion on this anymore. (laughs) What the frick is wrong with the Mustafar fight? Um, that's 30 minutes long. Yeah, it's 30 (laughs) minutes long. You are acting while you're fighting. The difference between, like, your average, like, you know... Captain America up against a bunch of goons and, like, Captain America versus the Winter Soldier is those, like, emotional beats in their faces. It's, like, the desperation. It's, like, the story wrapped around it. Here's my issue with all the lightsaber fights. Uh Except for the one, the Luke versus Vader. I'll wiggle on a bit. Okay. My issue is that, like... I don't see the strategy and technique in the movie ones that I see in the video game cutscenes. Nope, you're wrong. You're wrong. I'm going to cut you off. Okay, I would like on. you to finish your point. You okay. are wrong. I could give you every strategy for every original okay. trilogy one. Okay? okay. Ben versus uh-huh. Vader. Right. Ben is constantly moving away. He's constantly baiting Vader out. He's wasting time. He uh-huh. is stalling. That right. is entirely what Ben is doing. The whole fight... Vader is going for the kill the entire time. It's all stabbing motions. And that is when it's not choreographed at all. Anybody that tells me that fight is boring, I have no problem with that. I think that's the best movie of all time. I have no problem when people tell me the New Hope Ben fight is boring. Uh-huh. Like, because it's slow. I'll give you that. But at, the whole time, there is strategy with their movements. Empire, Vader versus Luke is the most strategy we've ever seen. <clears throat> Luke's fighting in that movie is entirely based on his character in that movie. Mm. His character the entire movie is, I'm going to go do this thing. I'm going to make this decision. I'm going to see this thing because he couldn't on Tatooine. His whole character on Tatooine in New Hope is, 
I want to go to Tashi Station. I want to go to war. I don't want to do the farm. I want to do this. I want to do that. In Empire, it's the perfect progression from Luke A to Luke B because Luke B is, I am going to check out that meteorite and then get attacked by the Wampa. I am going to go train with Yoda. I am going to steer into this planet on Dagobah even though all of my readings are telling me not to. I am going to leave even though my training is halfway done because I think maybe my, my friends are in danger. I am going to swing at Vader. I am going to attack him. I am going to shoot at, at um, Boba Fett even though Leia's right there. That's his whole thing. His whole tactic in the fight with Vader is he is swinging it, right. like it's just mindless he's just going for it right. and Vader is so strategic he's slow he's not going to make the big mistake it's almost like a football player just taking the check downs like like he he's slow and then he is like using as the fight is going on, he is learning what Luke can do, mm -hmm. and he is learning his advantages. So he tries to get him in the carbonite. It's too easy. Learns that Luke has figured out that he could get out of that. Right. And he's like, oh, okay, I'm learning. And then he realizes that Luke just isn't with it in the force. And he's just throwing <laughs> the whole time in the thing, and then he gets knocked out of the window. Uh -huh. And by then, the fight's over, because Luke has just lost all the high ground, all the momentum, everything, and then he obviously cuts off his hand and right. keeps pushing him back. So there's so much strategy in that fight. And then the Return of the Jedi fight, Vader is not trying at all. Mm -hmm. He is only blocking. He is only trying to stop his son from making the big mistake. And then, finally, he's annoyed and annoyed. And you can see it in his fighting, but he's annoyed. And then Luke escapes, and he's like, I'm not going to fight, whatever, whatever. And then he's like, okay, I got to go with this kid and fighting and then he says the the thing that makes the big mistake and he almost turns right. to the dark side yeah, i completely disagree i think every single original trilogy fight has a lot of strategy in it that was beautiful Thank first you. off that Thank was you. absolutely like heart palpitating <laughs> um, like, it's a good description have have you ever played this game and someone has changed their answer no 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 because that really was beautiful. <laughs> hey, so you're changing I'm, your answer? I'm close to... Here's the thing. I just want to say yeah. my piece... Why, why did you originally say it? Because I agree that, like... One, you did teach me a lot about those yeah. fights. But two, I agree that they're, like, well-written. And in the context of, like, the full film... The, like, I do love Luke just bashing at Vader. Mm -hmm. And, like... I think that there are, like, a lot of moments, like, in movies where I'm like, oh, because of, like, the weight of everything that, thing that came before it, this moment is really strong. But there are no fights, and maybe you disagree, there are no fights in those original trilogy movies that I would ever just re-watch to watch a fight. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. That That's more what I mean. Like, I think they're well-written, and I think, like it's very clear that they're struggling against like the limitations that like these fluorescent lights will probably shatter if mm -hmm. we bang them too hard. And like some of these actors are old men. I think that like the original trilogy has those great written moments. Uh, the prequel trilogy is too over choreographed and I get mm -hmm. what they were going with it. But like, again, it leads to your eyes just glazing over when it's 30 minutes of like, twirls and none of them would actually hit anybody mm -hmm. i think the video games are the only like instances where i've been like oh this is how trained and tactical a jedi is like anytime we get an instance of order 66 i roll my eyes because it's like what happened to these guys being fucking trained and like <laughs> yeah. the best swordsman ever yeah, yeah, yeah. and like especially in like revenge of the sith yeah you like, just see like yeah. People on the Jedi Council going down in like two seconds. Yeah, yeah, like, oh, all it took was two guys shooting at them. Oh, yeah. okay, that's the weakness. But like in, I don't know if you've seen like the Knights of the Old Republic, mm -hmm. like cutscenes. Yes, of course. There's like great moments. Like there's one where there's two Jedi fighting two Sith. Yes. And one Sith is about to cleave a Padawan and the other dude throws mm -hmm. his lightsaber and it like counters that hit while also like coming back for him to block. There's so much like that where you see them like analyzing on the fly there's the one with like um in the later expansions with the woman taking on like six dudes on a train and it's a very tactical and like every attack she does is also blocking another one and so i mean more in terms of like i friends are over they've never seen star wars before what am i gonna show them to show them that it's like has great action it's nothing from the movies. So I can tell you exactly why you feel this way and 
the the idea because you rewatch the Knights of the Old Republic cutscenes, yeah. you would never rewatch an original trilogy fight scene. Is the right. sentence you just said? Right, right. So right. this is. Let me tell you why. Mm-hmm. The original trilogy fight scenes are great in the context of the movie, right? Because it's a movie. Mm-hmm. Video game fight scenes are in the context of a video game. You play a video game, you might play for two hours mm-hmm. and then you stop. Right. You might play for 30 minutes and then you stop. Mm-hmm. Video game cutscenes are not designed specifically to come before or after something right. in particular right. because a video game is not linear like that. You might go a month between picking up and putting down a video game before you pick it up again. Right. So a video game has to be designed to not necessarily, you might not know yeah. what the is going on right now yeah they're like when short stories in kinda. the movie as i just explained to you in empire everything luke does in the fight with vader on bespin is because of his character decisions in that movie mm-hmm. and that's how you get from luke point b to right. point z in return of the jedi unfortunately we just don't see any of that on screen which bothers me <laughs> but uh so that that is that's my answer to that right. is those those scenes are not made to be rewatchable and then the rebuttal i would make to you why not I, I, I agree with him. I agree with him. I never once have I just said, oh, I'm going to YouTube the Bespin fight. Never right. once. Even yeah. though it's probably my favorite fight in Star Wars. Never once have I been like, oh, I'm, I, I got to see the return of the right. I, right. Yeah, I think. It's, it's great in the context of the film. And and the, the, the other rebuttal I would make to you, which I agree with you almost completely on, is I have YouTubed to rewatch prequel fights. Mm. But that's because... Those are the highlights of those movies. The fights have almost nothing to do with those movies. Right. It goes, okay, we're going to talk about weird, boring Senate stuff, and oh, this is pod racing. Yeah. And, then and then there's a fight. Dark <laughs> yeah. 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 Right. It, it doesn't, it's not linear. It doesn't. I think you're totally discounting a lot of the prequels. You can say that about some of the fights. That's fine. You cannot say about the, about that about the Mustafar fight. It is the climax of all three of those movies. It is extremely emotional. And the in terms of like, they're fighting, reflecting who they are. Like, there are moments in that fight where, like, you can tell that Obi-Wan and Anakin have been friends and brothers for so long that they are anticipating what they're going to do. Yeah, they throw a lot of, like, extra flips in there and stuff, and, like, you can call that stupid if you want, but, like, that fight is specifically choreographed in a way to display that they are both masters in what they do and they have known each other for so long that they are predicting what each other's going to do. And you have the emotion of you care about Obi and you care about Anakin and you see Anakin finally take that last final step of becoming evil when he sees Obi-Wan step out and he attacks Padme, and then you also have can't say it's not emotional it's emotionalist when at the end you get the you are my brother anakin speech like all of that is in the mustafar fight and you're just throwing that all out because you think that's there's some extra like flipping that doesn't make sense that's not true it's not just extra flipping they are swinging on vines like they are tarzan and and okay like if you want to say you just are you all the stuff i said is still true but like it's 30 minutes it's literally 25 minutes of, of screen time of that movie that's just too long it takes me out of it at some point on top of like like again the the swinging like they are Tarzan just cut the rope like it's not tactical it's not smart because they, that is that is they did too much with that fight that fight would have been 60 times better. It's one of the most rewatched fights in any media of all time. People love that fight, and for good reason. It, it's fine for being that long and for t- t- taking that much of, of the movie. If it had been shorter, people would complain that it wasn't long enough because why wouldn't the Obi-Wan-Anakin fight be that long when it's that important? It is the turning point from episode three to what you get in episode four. It is the most important fight probably in the entirety of Star Wars, at least top three. Why not make it long? <laughs> yeah, the I, seeds I, of chaos I've sown I, among I, the two I, people who disagreed with my point. I, <laughs> I uh, you know, at the end of the day, it's the Avatar thing, right? Like, Avatar is a great show because it was enjoyable for kids and it's enjoyable for adults. I don't feel that way about the Mustafar fight. I think it is. I for disagree. Children. Oh, I like that. I think, That's yeah, fine. and and I think I you don't in terms of rewatchability, the the uh, original trilogy fights are not as much for children, no? Of course. Okay, so I say it should be both. And I think the video games probably do both where they're because video games can give you that emotion. You see you care about these characters, you actually play as them. Mm-hmm. So you get the emotion, but you also get some very well choreographed, cool, this is happening. Right. Like 
I really like the freaking Mace Windu fights in like the original Clone Wars movies from like 2002 because he's doing stuff like that where like he's fighting a droid over here and yeah, like his right. lightsaber <laughs> comes out and slices one behind <laughs> him and then he catches it like that's freaking sick. Yeah, right. But I, I think the specifically the Mustafar and I, I think the the Episode One fight with Darth Maul like no, Darth Maul doesn't come out of, at, 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 at just come out of nowhere. Um, I, and then you also get like how Obi-Wan's fight changes when he sees Qui-Gon die like that's emotional he comes in way hotter after that and is just swinging for the fences like I think there's some things in those fights that are being completely discounted in this conversation but so have I changed your mind? I like and I'm not doing this like out of like pity or anything but like out, <laughs> out of sheer respect for your soliloquy and because it genuinely moved me I will switch to disagree. Lovely. Yeah. Thank you. Look at that. Yeah. Well, cause th- because the original thing was there are no good lightsaber fights outside of video games. There I, are s- one or two good ones. I know. I think I like... The video games just have the best in your opinion. Well, you like just swayed me on like the context aspect about it. Like I think I was too close-minded in that statement where I'm like, I think as like a fight from like purely like choreography from a purely choreography standpoint i do think the video game ones are better but like i do think that like a fight at its best is the culmination of emotions mm-hmm. not just like flips and kicks mm-hmm. so i do i and disagree I with great, my own point i think the best fights will have both yeah um notice how we didn't talk about any of the sequel fights that's crazy okay um i like one of them and i know you guys don't <laughs> Which one? Which one? I like the Ray and Kylo versus the Red Guards. No one likes that I love that, that fight. Shit. That fight's so good. I love Who that cares fight. Have you seen the breakdown of it? How it doesn't make any sense? Who There's no shit. Who, Who cares? Awesome. You just made points the entire time we've been talking about how choreography matters. What are you talking about? In terms of choreography, that one's worse than anything you've talked about. You, you're, your way of arguing makes no sense. You talk about one thing for 30 minutes, and then it just doesn't matter when you want to make a different point. You are t- Holy crap. <laughs> Who cares? You do! Do you see why I didn't bring up the, li- the f- sequels? You're destroying your own set. Dude, I almost passed out. I know, I saw. I I've never it. seen someone I, turn that many shades. I had a lot of fun watching that scene in that theater. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I, it's so fun. It's cool. Yeah. You know, a knife disappears mid-edit. That's okay. Who cares? <laughs> like, yeah, I people are just falling over for They're no reason. They're falling over for no reason. Who yeah. cares? It's, I, I didn't notice that. My yeah. first watch, my second watch, my third watch, my fourth watch. Yeah. I, I noticed it when somebody pointed out on the internet. It's I, it's not as bad as like the Christopher Nolan ones. Where yes, I'm, wa- I'm watching so like bad. Catwoman literally kick nobody <laughs> and a dude a yard across it goes <laughs> yeah, down. Like, so bad. I didn't notice when I'm watching it, it Batman Begins. So. Uh, I think Batman Begins is a near perfect movie. The main problem I have is yeah. the Fights. Uh, the the shaky cam. Yeah. What are we doing with the camera, brother? Uh, Oh my gosh. (laughs) Here we go. Uh, Spider Man 2 should have won Game of the Year. Three, two, one. Agree. Wow. Whoa. Yeah, I just don't know. I, yeah, I, 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 I would disagree because I don't know. Like, it, oh, in my, I heard the game that won yeah. is like super complex and you yeah. say one thing in it and it matters like 18 yeah. billion hours later. Yeah. For me, I mean, my video game of the year was Spider-Man 2 because yeah. that's probably the only video game I played and I'm a Spider-Man right, guy. Okay, so I want to hear your take. You're almost certainly more knowledgeable about it Spider- than us. I love you being like, I just don't know. Yeah, right, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah um, I was going to go with whatever your answer was really. I... Spider-Man 2 came out in a year with, like, three other genuine, like, 11 out of 10, like, Mm -hmm. groundbreaking video games. Mm -hmm. It is, it was a tough year for Spider-Man 2 to come out, and I think that, like, Spider-Man 2 is, like, a high 8 to a 9 out of 10. I think Baldur's Gate 3, which Mm -hmm. is the one that won, is just too, like like literally groundbreaking like it's got it like you said every choice like has a butterfly effect that's insane it's got unbelievable replayability it's got like content out the wazoo and i think spider-man 2 go on can you have sex with a bear you can't have sex with a bear just making sure that's why it's an 11 out of 10 (laughs) (laughs) um it's so like spider-man 2 is very much almost the best version of what it is trying to be. Yeah. I think, like, the first third of Spider-Man 2 is a little slow. Anytime you're not being Spider-Man, I'm bored. Yeah. Because it's not, like... How do you guys feel in terms of, like, in the Arkham games, when you're not Batman, you're doing detective... 
you're like wheeling and dealing with like mob mm-hmm. bosses as Bruce Wayne. And it's because like Gotham's world is a little more interesting because it's so cutthroat mm-hmm. and like it's just crime city. Mm-hmm. In Spider-Man, it's tough because when you're not being Spider-Man, what is there to do? You're like doing science mm-hmm. that like doesn't really matter. <laughs> you're, you're like yeah. riding a bike. <laughs> like um, um I think that's perfectly fair. Do you think yeah. Yuri should have won voice actor? 100%. Okay. That dude. Like, Who did he lose to? I can't he, remember. Some Baldur's Gate, like, one of the characters in Baldur's Gate that I don't even think was the best to, like, voice <laughs> actor in it. But, like, Yuri, did you play Spider-Man 2? No, I don't play video games. It's, uh, you said that's so dour. Like, no, unfortunately, I don't play video yeah, games. Yeah, I just, I, like, I would, I would, I'm sure I would have loved to, yeah. but, like, I, I don't think I could figure it out. Like, I really am incompetent at video games. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm pretty good. I think I'm better than the average Super Smash Brothers Ultimate right. player. Okay. And that's, like, literally, I can play Mario Kart. Right. But, like... Do you play? You don't play like uh, NHL or NFL or anything. Like, I, like I can play Madden with yeah. a friend. I could play 2K with a friend. I honestly I couldn't play 2K with a friend. But like <laughs> I, I could play Madden with a yeah. friend. But like I, like I'm not gonna be good. Like right. I just in my household the rule was no video games. Right. Gotcha. And it's tough. It to was pick until up my life. brother my brother's adopted mm-hmm. and. Uh, so it was it was nine years of my life that I was an only child and then inserted a five-year-old. Oh, wow. And so that brought in a lot of change. Yeah. So as he got older, the video games got introduced. Mm-hmm. So I'm 17, 18. My right. interests are comic books and football and superhero movies. And the, the MCU is at its height. Like Civil right. War is coming out next week. <laughs> right. And I'm not caring about video games, and now my brother is getting a console and this and playing Fortnite and these games, Halo and all these games that all my friends played, but I never played. Yeah. So I'm just so late to the party that my growth, like, picking up a controller, (laughs) like... just doesn't make sense. No, like, he let me swing Mm -hmm. in Spider-Man. No concept. (laughs) I I couldn't do it. I can't figure... I'm running into buildings. I can't... So I I don't think I could. That's so interesting to me, though, that you... Like, right, you grew up loving comic books, all this stuff, MCU's at its height, and a console is introduced, and your response isn't, oh my god, I get to be Batman, finally, with the Arkham games. Like, you're just like, that's terrifying. No, I watched them. (laughs) Right. On YouTube. Got you. Got you. Like, so that's what I would do with all those games. Like, I I can't, I've watched the completion of every Arkham game. I know exactly what the f*** happened. Gotcha. But I, like, I don't, like, no, that makes sense. Like, to press the buttons to do the combo. Right. Yeah. No, not that makes English sense. to me. Can you check those? Um, yeah, so Yuri lost to some Baldur's Gate person. Yeah, Yuri, like, almost made me cry during the Scream fight. Yeah. Like, when he's, like, going... And the going Venom to... fight at the end. Yeah, both were good. God, yeah, he was great. He was so good. Um, well, I had a No Way Home one on here, but we already discussed that. <laughs> um, Pixar returned to form with Elemental. Go on. That, that's it. Um, okay. Three, two, one, agree. Let's go. I need the backup. <laughs> I mean, when was the last time you saw The Incredibles? No, I says returned to form. Right. So like, like it lost its way for a minute. Uh-huh. So and I think Elemental brought it back. I think it like. Oh, you don't think Elemental's good? I think Elemental's the best Pixar movie we've gotten in the last five years, but I don't think it's as good as in, uh, The Incredibles. I don't. I think it might be top ten, but I think it's at least in the conversation of being in like the conversation of like the the first like thirteen p- movies Pixar made or whatever it was were like bangers, yeah. and then they dropped Cars too, and then it fell off a cliff. But the first whatever what were really good, and I think that is like right in that conversation or right below it mm. and not as low as like some of the other stuff we've gotten recently. Why I disagree, I think will piss both of you off. Okay. I I don't think Elemental was a return to form because I feel that their current inconsistency is consistent with the company. Okay, well wow. however you want like we could we could like like redo this question. No, I, to just I get say, what like, you're saying. I'm, so like, you think it nudged them back on a path? Of... Yeah. Like I, like I always, when I watch a Pixar movie, I can come out and be like, "That felt like a Pixar movie." You know what I mean? Right. And and you did that with a lot of the ones they they, they dropped in in the early parts of mm. Pixar. And I, I feel I felt that a little bit with Elemental. Um, and I'm I, not a big Toy Story one guy. What you're saying is so interesting. I, like Incredibles. 
is a masterpiece. I think it's the third best animated movie of all time, only behind the two Spider-Verse movies. I think Nemo doesn't get enough love. I think it's easily the second best Pixar movie. And, but, and I think Ratatouille and Monsters, Inc. and WALL-E, like, I think a lot of these movies are great, but I'm not a big Toy Story 1 or Toy Story 2 guy. Like, I don't, I, I think that Brave is an absolute miss. I think <laughs> The Good Dinosaur is a miss. Yeah. But then in that same era, I really like Cars 2. Like, obviously, it's not some masterpiece the way Toy Story 3 is. Toy Story 3 is a heist movie a la Ocean's Eleven. It's as good. I'm pretty sure they dropped Toy Story 3 and then Cars 2. Like, that's the drop we brought. (laughs) Or something like, it's something like that. What a combo. Like, like, (laughs) so let's take more, a more recent approach. Mm -hmm. I really like Soul. Right, but when did Soul come out? And 2020, right? So, so I really like Soul. And you like oh, yeah. I all really of Soul? Like, yes, I like all of Soul. Wow. What? I, you don't like Soul? I don't like when he becomes a cat. <laughs> what? That's It's funny. I think it's fun. It, yeah. I loved Elemental. And sure, like I didn't even see Turning Red. I didn't see Luca. I didn't see Lightyear. But like I don't I don't love Inside Out, which is a movie that a lot of people really love. Yeah, I'm I not really it. excited for the sequel. So this is Pixar to me. I think Toy Story 4 is a travesty. I think it's <laughs> the worst Pixar movie other than Brave. Mm-hmm. I hate Toy Story 4 with all my heart. So it's like, this has been Pixar all my life. <laughs> right? I, like, I, I will not give anybody that, you know, return to form. It's all year, ever, my whole life, it's been dud, banger, dud, banger, dud, I, banger. I, I think if you look at the first dozen Pixar movies, that is a, a like, generally, that is a league of its own. Mm. Uh, they might have, like, a little drop with, like, Bugs Life or whatever, but, it, like, it was... Bugs Life? Like, I forgot about Bugs Life. Like, exactly. that was their second movie, but it's, Don't like, make it's, a bug movie. It's toy, all the Toy Stories are good, <laughs> except for, in my opinion. Yeah. And then you have Up, Ratatouille, Wally, Monsters, Inc., Finding Nemo. All of those came out, like, in a row. That is a different era than than the, the ups and downs that we've had since then, in my opinion. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. We're just gonna do this in order. Sure. And I'm gonna say my opinion. You guys can say if you disagree or agree or whatever, okay? okay? All right, Toy Story 1, I think it's good. Yeah. I don't think it's a masterpiece. I think it's good. Bugs Life, I don't like Bugs Life. No. Okay? Uh, Toy Story 2, I think it's good. I think it's better than the first one, but again, good. Monsters, Inc. is the first one that I really, really like here. Then Finding Nemo, I think, is their second best movie. Then The Incredibles, I think, is their best movie. And then Cars, I think it drops tremendously Mm. at at Cars. I think Cars is a significantly... I think Cars is about the same level of a movie as Toy Story. And then we go to Ratatouille, which is a movie I really like. And then we go to Wally, which is an opening that I really, really like. But then the rest of the movie, I don't know. Up, an opening I really, really like. And then the rest of the movie, I don't know. And then Toy Story 3, yeah, uh, masterpiece. Yeah. That section right there yeah. is what I'm talking about. But like, if like, you don't personally, if you don't like personally like Toy Story and Cars as much as everyone else, you still have to acknowledge that those are way more iconic than Luca. Like Lightning McQueen and Woody are not turning red and Luca and things we've gotten recently. Like that is still bangers. But that's your age. In the same way that I think that the argument stands that the Star Wars sequels will have the audience that the prequels currently have in 10 years. Like, the, the, it's the same thing that, like, we are all are thinking, oh, the MCU Avengers lineup is terrible. <laughs> in 20 years, there are going to be, be people that tell you with the straightest face possible yeah. that Sam Wilson is easily a better Captain America than, than um, Steve Rogers. Like, it's just about what we grew up with. In, I, I see Monsters I, I, I University... All the time. I think yeah, Monsters University is terrible. garbage. Yeah, I do too. But I see Monsters University. I see like Co- Coco's a great movie. I see Coco everywhere. I'm sure we're going to see Onward and Soul and Luca. Luca was a huge TikTok trend. There are going to be so many kids that grow up that tell you Luca's the best animated movie of all time. Yeah, no, I have cousins that have Luca in their top 10 Pixar movie of all time. But they also have a lot of the ones from those first 10 years. And also, I'm pretty sure the critics and the audience scores that those films received are very consistently higher than the ones we get yeah, now. but Rotten Tomatoes says Inside, when it came out, Inside Out was the fourth best movie of all time. I said Rotten Tomatoes and audience score. I'm with you, but like, like that's got like a 99%. Like, that's just my point. That's just my point. It's just... Do okay. you, so do you think a lot of criticism of past Pixar movies is like clouded by like rose-tinted goggles? I think criticism of all media in the past is clouded by rose-tinted goggles, except for New Hope. Wow. <laughs> wow, interesting. I- including Empire Strikes uh-huh. Back. I just, I don't understand. Like, we just posted a clip of <laughs> us with our, our good buddy Connor, and 
he is like saying that New Hope is like the sixth best Star Wars movie, and I'm saying that's ridiculous and everything. Yeah. And then the comments are like, New Hope is boring consistently. That makes no sense to me. Really? That's the only one where it's like, and maybe that's me comp- confessing my rose tinted goggles mm-hmm. or my nostalgia, but I, I don't think there's a movie better than Yeah, New Hope. I saw you say like, it's got the best pacing. There's no yes. pacing better. No, yes. And I will die on that. It, I could explain that to you in the symphony the way that I can do the lightsaber battle. Like, yeah. everything, you know the, the multiplication theory that like, uh, 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 what would you rather have? A million dollars or for a month you get a penny, but every day the penny doubles. Okay. The, you take the penny. Right. Because the penny eventually yeah. becomes $5 million or something like got that. You. There's some math like that. There's a math equation like that. New hope is the penny. Mm. It starts, it's interesting, space, the, the I think the opening shot is the best shot of all time um, uh, with the with the big Star Destroyer yeah. chasing the little rock right. b- blockade runner. Um, but uh, uh, as the movie goes on, it feels like you are doubling the penny until it's pennies and pennies and pennies. Everything right. gets faster. Mm. So the movie starts, it's slower, you're dealing with, there's some political talk, you don't really know what the f- that means right. and, and this and that and mm-hmm. as we go on everything just builds and builds and builds till the tw- you don't get to the cantina you get the cantina about 40 minutes in mm-hmm. once you're in the cantina conversations happen at double the speed the information you are getting makes more sense it's clearer the way right. they introduce the movie is the droids arguing well you don't even understand one of them right. and the droids are arguing on Tatooine you're like what the f*** is this and by the end of it you have a kid that just joined the rebellion blow up Washington DC. <laughs> right? Like yeah. that's what the, how the movie right, ends. Right. And I don't I think the journey of getting there is just brilliant. Like how it speeds up the plot. It's just brilliant. Interesting. Yeah. I think people just like and we can wrap this up because this was not a Star Wars question. Yes. But like Andrew gets upset about these. I can <laughs> see it in his eyes. I wonder if it's just I don't know. Like when I was growing up, I remember renting A New Hope from my local library. Uh-huh. And I think some people are just averse to old things. Like, as uh. obnoxious as that is to say. Because I was a kid and I was like, what is this? This isn't, like, as fast as, like, the shit I'm into. Like, uh-huh. this isn't Iron Man 1 or what, uh-huh. whatever was out during mm-hmm. then. And so, like, I think that could be where the boringness is coming from. Like, because I agree if New Hope was, like, a book... I'd be like, man, this is cooking. Like, yeah, there's yeah. a lot going on. Yeah, yeah, In terms of, like, it being a movie from the 70s with, like, 70s acting and yeah, yeah, stuff yeah. like that. It's like, there are hurdles to get over. Yeah. Absolutely. I, yeah, I totally understand that. How do you show Star Wars to somebody that's never seen it? Um, that's tough. I, I guess you just have to show them a new hope. Like, you really do. Because the prequels are, like... Boring as hell until they're not. Yes. And then, like, The Clone Wars is, like, a cartoon, mm-hmm. so that's tough. Mm-hmm. Andor is my favorite Star Wars thing. Um, but, like, there's no Andor without the context of all of mm-hmm. Star Wars. All of Star Wars, yeah. exactly. Andor, I think, is S-tier Star Wars. It belongs in the conversation with New Hope, Empire, Andor, and The Siege of Mandalore, the final four episodes of Clone Wars. Yeah. I think those four projects are the... Th- four best things in Star Wars. There's no question about it. I think Andor is masterful. I still take New Hope and Empire over it. You um, need them. like. But but no, I... I, I just it's as, my strongest yeah. opinion. Right. If somebody tries to argue with me that you start with Phantom Menace, like, I, I will get as upset as he gets yeah. every day with me. <laughs> like, I, I, I just... there's I, You are robbing that person of being a fan of Star Wars. Right. You show them... New Hope is the second highest grossing movie of all time if you adjust for inflation. Mm -hmm. Like, that's the movie that everybody saw. That's everybody's introduction to Star Wars. That should be everybody's. If you show somebody Phantom Menace first, they are not going to like it. (laughs) Yeah. And you robbed robbed Star Wars of a fan. It bothers the f*** out of (laughs) me. That was our episode with Danny Mata. Uh Uh-huh. Yeah. The rest of the segments, maybe more agree, disagree, brackets, trivia... Uh, We did a whole episode on the Patreon with Danny, so go check it out. But uh, thanks for watching. We love you.